0: Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. Yay! Yay! And, and this, this is Dead, Time Time Dead Time Time story. Stories.
1: A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about ghost stories, true crime, spooky, weird, eerie, paranormal. We talk about cults. We talk about conspiracies. Whatever just generally spooky, weird stuff we want to talk about that week. Why is that,
0: Sarah? Hey, guess what? For the last time in 2020, it's because it's our fucking show and not yours. You dirty bitch. Bear. Bear, but you it's not even mine. People?
1: I'm a guest. Right? That's because we have a guest this week. If you're new to the show, stop right now, go to the beginning, listening to Grumblethorpe to My Mouth a little bit, all the way up to now, end of 2020, what a wild ride. Woo. And you'll hear that there's a couple episodes with a guest named Christina, and she's here today. Hi.
0: We got Christina back, coming for that number one spot. But Literally again, like Stephanie said, if yes, you've listened to all the house, of the episodes, you already know that. Say bon,
1: say bon. Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> 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 Ooh. That's what me and Sarah did on Christmas Day was we watched a bunch of episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And like random ones, like not in any particular order. We were like, you know what episode is a good one? This one back in season five where these two got in a fight. Oh my God, you know, it was a really good one. I really love that lip sync between these two in All Stars 2. Let's go watch that one.
0: We did a take a listen of RuPaul's Drag Race on
2: Christmas Day. <laughs> Just so we you did. guys know, because Stephanie is on my family sharing because, like, that's how we are. Between Hulu and what I own on iTunes, we have everything but, like, seasons seven and eight. Mm. So mm. we
1: could go hard. We could go real hard.
2: New one's about to start. I'm excited about it. There's a
0: big girl. She goes far. I'm, I'm excited. I've
1: been, ad- I've been advertised a lot on uh, Instagram.
0: Honestly, I think I'm okay.
1: <laughs> i haven't even watched the most recent season like, i down.
0: love the past it was drama really but I, i'm not here for new stuff I, i'm just want to relive my past drama hopefully there'll be new drama that's what i you know who knows
1: yeah we got to watch that incredible um Alyssa edwards tatiana shut up and drive lip sync we did we
0: did <gasps> it's so good we forgot how
1: early it whip my hair roxy immediately she immediately the takes wig. it off. she does it goes right yeah. away yeah and then, you know, at the end, she cries about being left at the bus station. Like, it was a wild ride. A
0: uh, ride. That uh, episode's ride. a
1: lot.
2: That episode's a lot of things. Yeah.
0: Well, Christina, thank you so much for coming on our last episode of 2020. Beer, beer, beer! Let's kick this year we'll in the ass know. on its way out exactly so we hope that all of you listeners at home had a wonderful holidays whatever you celebrated hope you had a wonderful great time and now we're going to come back and fill your ear holes with some more of whatever christine is talking about <laughs> but real fast i do give a tiny shout out to one of our listeners stephanie do you remember when i mentioned that we needed to bring leslie back because we had listeners yes because i was going to ask
1: if we were going to do that this episode
0: yeah but I said it's yeah, we have listeners. Actually, it's just one listener. We're doing it for Barbara.
1: Right? Does she go by Barbara or Barb? I mean, how I'm does she sure. find her emails?
0: Uh sometimes she doesn't. I'm going by the handle that pops up on Gmail.
1: She knows who okay. she is. I'm like, Barbara, do you prefer Barbara or Barb? I like either, but I love to, I love a Barb. I don't Let know us why. Know.
0: But she has sent an email a few weeks back and uh the subject title just said Napoleon's penis. Love it. in the body of it, she was basically like, I was reading this history book about spooky things. They mentioned Napoleon's penis. Just go Google it. It's worth it. And I did. And it's a really silly story. And I could get into that on some other time. But I'm here to say, I was listening today and catching up on my Southern spirits. And Barbara, you sent that exact same fucking email to them. Word for word. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sam, you didn't call my round like that. Oh, <seriously. laughs> oh, oh, oh
2: Barbara, we apologize. We did not know where this was going. We went on that oh, ride
0: together. Shit. You should be ashamed. Fired. I liked you. Shots I thought you were fired. Cool. Oh, I honestly like no shots fired to Barbara. I think it's hilarious. I love it. I love <laughs> that she listens to both of us and thought that we were the two people, I mean, who knows how many other podcasts. She's like I she need sent both
1: of you to, you. to She's know. about like you <laughs> both need to about know about this. Penis.
0: And then I'm like, did she send two separate emails or did she BCC us? Copy and
1: paste the same email. BCC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dang, i just Barb. loved it I, oh so much God. so barbara i love it you got caught girl and actually also, you know what I the cojones it
2: takes to do that I- i've been turned around i'm a fan i like her i'm You're here not for her sure. I, here. Need, I love I it need i love,
1: attention attention I love of both it of, both of these people.
0: yeah i was like <laughs> i think she literally was like i like i think this is hilarious and i've got two podcasts that are incredibly similar who would love this information yeah i went on the full journey there i love her Thank you, Barbara. I just find it so. Again, I was listening to the episode and it was brought up at the very beginning. And uh, Leah was like, Listen, normally I get these normal emails, but today one came across that had a different subject line. And that subject line was Napoleon's penis. And I was like, (laughs) Wait a minute. And then she proceeded to read the email. And I went, Wait a minute. Your Leah is spot on. And then she said Barbara. And I went, Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> so barbara love you girl keep sending multiple emails you don't have to be ccs we already know each other <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's beautiful
0: isn't that so nice i love that i was it was such a pleasant little surprise at work today
1: love it
0: There was. I was teasing Stephanie with that story all earlier. Right. She was like, I have a
1: story, but, like, I'll tell you. I'm going to save it for when we're on with, with, like, you know, full episode. I was like, ooh, okay, cool. it for the money.
2: Do it for the money. I mean, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll talk about that. And then I forgot what I was going to talk about. Probably just
0: driving through the boonies today. Y'all, two-lane roads, they're still weird. And I thought you were saying, I forgot what I was going to talk about in general. Like, right, like, for the
1: story. (laughs) I thought that, too, for a second. I was like, dang, it's been a wild day for you.
2: (laughs) I literally have no notes. Oh, no. I literally have no notes. We are just going. If I get shit wrong, too bad. you know
1: what you're talking about so well.
2: (laughs) Well, it is my life. Oh, God. I don't want to do this. Ah! Okay.
1: Yeah. are you all right
2: what's happening <laughs> this is... are you ready to go
1: into the story where are we going are no, we talking no. about
2: this is just this topic like the big topic that i'm gonna get into is nothing i've ever done before and it makes me so uncomfortable but we're gonna get through it together
1: so then should we just get through our intro and get right into let's go. it let's, let's do rip it, it off like
0: a band-aid okay all right
1: hey sarah
0: hey stephanie
1: Hey, Christina.
0: Hey,
2: Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Leslie. Y'all ready ready to talk talk about about some ghosts? ghosts? Y'all ready to talk about
0: some ghosts. (laughs) Or, I guess, ghosts of Christina's past. Basically, that's what I'm understanding. What's going on?
2: So, I am starting off with a ghost story. All right. This is the tale of Heartbeat Bridge. So, sorry about the dog. Um, Hopefully that won't be too terribly bad with the microphone, but who knows. Um, Heartbeat Bridge is one of the North Carolina ghost stories from where I grew up. So, my very first episode way, way back in the day, coming for that number one spot part two... I talk a little bit about the Mako light because i coming for that number one spot part one. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie's sister goes over the Mako light. Um, I went there as a kid with my aunt and uncle and they would like try and get me to see the light and be like, oh, yeah, it's right there. I just saw it. So like, who the fuck knows? But when I was a teenager, I definitely snuck out of my house with a couple of friends, walked down the street to the boys' house that lived near me, and we all went to Heartbeat Bridge. So the story of Heartbeat Bridge is contentious. There are actually two stories. But one is just better, and the other one is completely not plausible and proven wrong from the get-go. So let's get into that.
0: (laughs) Um, Which one is we
2: doing first? The first one I'm going to tell you is the shitty one because it's crap. The first one begins, and Stephanie, you'll understand this. In the 1950s, a young woman caught a cab in Whiteville, North Carolina – And was taken out into the middle of the woods and murdered by the cab driver where he threw her over the bridge. And ever since then, anyone who comes with a woman and a car onto the bridge, if they stop the car, you can hear the woman's heartbeat. The reason this is disproven is because there are no fucking cabs in Whiteville, North Carolina in the 50s. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? No, that's not a thing. That never happened. My computer's about to die. Hang on. good now sorry about that so um back to the story i guess you'll play the intermission music um but uh that never happened you don't know what i'm gonna
0: do i don't know what you're gonna maybe it'll be do. fart, oh my God, be while fart noises while you're rustling now. around
2: it's all gonna be fart noises now you guys are gonna know that i was just like letting a load off as that's I was... what she did
0: she was like my computer is not ch- plugged in just mm-hmm. kidding yeah, I was just gassing
2: out <laughs> Henley, so we'll stop barking. Good boy. Um, so that never happened. Like, that's not true. <laughs> but the second story is actually the one that I prefer, um, and it is a story of two brothers who were in love with the same woman. So, the older brother was engaged to marry her, and the younger brother, in his anger, slit her throat on the bridge out by oh her house. Oh, my God. And threw Jesus her Christ. over. And ever since then, whenever women and men are on the bridge together, alone, at night, you can hear the lover's heartbeat in the distance. Jesus. Oh. So... I definitely went out there with my friends. um, And I actually thought about it today so that I know who they were. So my friends (laughs) were Ashley. Uh, She was the girl who was, like, having the sleepover with me when we snuck out. And um, our friends Heath, Noah, and Pope. And, um, yeah, they were, like, the weird theater anime guys. And we sat together at lunch and laughed a lot. And whenever I looked up the story to double-check it, the person who had made a video about both of those stories and Heartbeat Bridge was Heath's ex-girlfriend who I was also friends with in high school, which was pretty Whoa. cool because that video was made like four years ago and I haven't been back to Whiteville in like forever. So um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, We went out there. It's just a little low bridge out in the middle of the country. We stopped the car, and all of us actually got out and, like, sat in a circle on the bridge. And you definitely hear a bunch of stuff because you're in the middle of a swamp. (laughs) But the thing that I remember the most, and probably the thing that, like, I was triggered by when I got lost in the boonies today, was um, – Down the dirt road where that bridge is, uh, is a little shack at the end of it. And uh, that's where the KKK used to meet. And (laughs) yeah, yeah. So um, people of color rarely do Heartbeat Bridge, uh, nor should they because that shit is crazy and the South is fucking crazy. Um, I saw some weird ass shit on the way home. I saw fucking signs with like Bible verses and people of color and chains on them. Like it was like they were promoting that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it was like an image of an Indian or I'm sorry, a Native American person. I hate that. Number one, I fucking hate that my mind immediately goes to that word when I'm like Native American, Christina. You're not a fucking idiot. Okay, sorry. Native American person, and a black person, both in chains on a sign that says something about a scripture in Deuteronomy. And I was Jesus literally Christ. past it so fast because the second I saw it, I was like, Okay, don't wanna be here. Don't wanna be here. Don't wanna
0: be here. Don't wanna be out of here.
1: Not a place where I wanna be, don't wanna be here, don't wanna be here, not a place where I wanna be. Gonna get the fuck out because I don't wanna be here.
0: Right. And that was like that gas station that Mary Angela and her friends stopped at where they're yes. like don't we don't wanna be here. Oh, don't wanna be we here, don't wanna be here, this gotta place. leave, yes. gotta leave, gotta go, gotta go right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was my little ghost story from the beginning.
0: That was your little foreplay for that was, us? That was my little foreplay
2: for you. And it is a story of, you know, something that I actually went and did. And I'm sure we said that we heard whatever we thought we heard. Um, but the main tale, I suppose, today is going to be um, about what empaths are and the things that have happened in my life that have led me to believe that I am an
1: empath
2: so I know that you guys have talked to a few people on this show about like personal stories and stuff but I don't really come with personal stories because that makes me super uncomfortable I don't like being vulnerable like at all so we're just gonna like breathe deep take off the band-aid if I need Kleenex I'll get Kleenex but to begin what is an empath right So empath comes from the word empathy, and that is the ability to share another person's emotions. So um, usually when we talk about that, we talk about that in like mourning or in sadness, and it's a situation where someone will say or let you know in some way that like they've had a loss, and then if you've experienced that kind of loss in your life, you could feel those feelings again, and then you would be feeling empathy for another person. You didn't lose someone in that moment, they did, but you were still feeling their pain. So that is totally normal, average, everyday, cool, awesome, right? Well, I mean, unless you're like a sociopath, but yeah, most people feel empathy at some level. And so when people talk about empaths, they usually talk about emotional empaths. And so that's like a person who, when they're physically close to another person, they can feel what that person is feeling, but without the whole conversation about why they're feeling that way. So to break it down in kind of science-y terms, because I am a researcher and I really love research, it's kind of like the way people see color. So every person sees color, technically could see color, a little bit differently. And I really can't describe to you exactly how I see colors, right? But we do know that some people are colorblind. And some people are colorblind with just two colors. Some people are colorblind with the whole color spectrum. I dated a guy in Tennessee who was completely colorblind. And um, he couldn't distinguish any colors from each other. He kind of lived like a monochromatic life. And that is literally just the way that your brain processes the information around it, right? That's all it is. And so when you think also another analogy of service animals that have been trained and bred to be able to tell a person before they're about to have a seizure. Those animals are picking up on some sort of sign, some sort of signal that they get that we as people just don't get. But if a human being were to be able to tell someone, hey, you're about to have a seizure, and then that person always had a seizure afterwards, we would think that that person was a psychic and that they could see the future. Right? Sure, But really, they're just picking up on some kind of signal that we don't see with our everyday five senses. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of how empaths work. That's kind of what I think they are. They're just people whose brain processes the information around them a little bit differently. So we talked a little bit about emotional empaths. And sometimes that can be like when you're close to a person physically. Um, Sometimes it can be when you have an interaction with a person. Um, Sometimes it can be just one person. There's a person in the world that you're tuned to, you're connected to. And one day you felt excited and you didn't know where that came from. And then you find out that they got a promotion. And you just notice that like... You're able to kind of feel what they're feeling. But there are also physical empaths. And you see this a lot with, like, twin stories where one twin will get injured or hurt and the other one feels it. Or, like, pregnancy sympathy symptoms um, where men will have, like, the pregnancy symptoms and it's all just a sympathy reaction that happens in the brain. So there are also physical empaths that when they are told a story of someone else being injured, they feel that in their own body. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple of other types of empaths. I'm going to look at my notes just for that. Um, and this comes from a Dr. Oh, my God. I'm going to forget her name. Dr. Judith Orloff. Um, She is a medical doctor who is also an empath. And she writes a lot about different kinds of empaths and, like, different ways to live with being an empath, basically. So um, she says that there are eight types of empaths, but I only see seven listed. Um, So mm, maybe counting isn't like an empath skill.
0: Empaths can feel everything except for dyslexia. (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. And that's another thing. Like, people
2: with photographic memories and stuff like that. Like, that is fascinating to me. That's just another way that the body processes information. Anyway, wow. so um, so emotional empaths, physical empaths, um, there are – this is kind of silly, but, I mean, I get it. There are definitely animal empaths, people who, like, just sort of have a level with animals where they kind of get what the animal's feeling at the moment. Um, I mean, when you own a pet and you're close with that pet, I think you're naturally empathic and in tune to that pet because, like, it's your baby. Well, it's my baby. So, yeah, I get that. Um, There are plant empaths, people who sort of, like, have a level of connection with plants. Um, That's me. Yeah? That's (laughs) awesome. I don't know. I just have a – I just like plants. I'm terrible terrible with plants. plants. I'm fucking awful with plants. Anyway, um, and there are uh, dream empaths and intuitive empaths. So most of the things that, like, I've talked about so far, like physical and emotional empaths, those are things that kind of happen in the moment, right? Like, those are things that are very much connected to the present and what's happening right then. Some people, and I kind of think that that might include Mary Angela maybe, are tuned into the past. They get information from physical places about past events there because that is a level that they're able to perceive that not everyone else is. And then there are people who are connected to the future in different ways. Again, thinking of a service animal who's just able to pick up on a signal that happens before everyone else is able to see it. So um, <clears throat> that's kind of where, like, the dream empath and the intuitive empath kind of come into play. So that's just sort of a basic understanding, like, this is what we're going to talk about today. Um, so if y'all have any questions about just that, I can totally do that. And then we can get into, like, things
1: that I've experienced. No, I'm ready to just, uh, Yeah. I mean, Sarah, do you have any? No. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm ready to, like, get into it.
2: <laughs> I'm physically shaking. Okay, all right. I don't talk about this. I don't talk about this with anybody. I have talked about this briefly with Stephanie. I've talked about this briefly with my mom. And I think I've talked about it with um, Stephanie Waddell, who, if she's listening, hey. And um, with Zach, who was the person from the ghost story from the first episode that I was on. Um, and I just recently talked to him about it, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, so a lot of the literature that's written about empaths is about dealing with children who are empaths. Because we're fucking difficult. <laughs> we are difficult children. Because So, like, a toddler... When they go to Disney World and they get way too much stimulation, they're going to have a meltdown. They're going to freak out and cry and not be able to handle the stimulus that's around them. That happens to kids. And when you're able to pick up on extra shit that not everyone else notices, you come off as kind of crazy, Um, or, I mean, I don't really like using the word crazy like that. You come off as being very emotional, very sensitive. Like, those are words that people usually use to describe children who are empaths, because they just get upset at things that not everyone else understands. Um, and I think that that's just kind of how we are until we kind of learn how to deal with it. Um, so the first time that I can remember like something out of the ordinary happening to me was shortly after my dad died. And um, I started getting a lot of deja vu. It was constant, it would happen multiple times a day. And eventually it got to the point where I realized where I had seen those things before because I had dreamed them.
1: Which, like, what had you dreamed that you were seeing?
2: Flashes of things. Like, the moment of being inside my body, seeing and hearing and experiencing a moment. And it would always happen right before I woke up. It would always happen, like, right between being asleep and being awake. And I was a terrible sleeper. I've always been a terrible, terrible sleeper. So I would spend a lot of time, like, (laughs) my mom would call it playing possum, where I'd just be in bed with my eyes closed and sort of be between being awake and being asleep. But I started noticing that these things kept happening, and I started to recognize them, so I started writing them down. And then when they started happening, I started checking them off which was really fucking weird for a 13-year-old girl to be doing. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Having a dream journal as a 13-year-old isn't that weird. But um, marking them off after they happen kind of was. And it would be just very specific, strange things. So a, a couple of examples are um, I had a cousin who lived out of town. We didn't really get to see each other very often. But we were having a meal together at, like, a theme restaurant, like a Chili's or whatever, and there was a guy shooting basketball right behind his shoulder, and then a couple of weeks later, out of the blue, I get to see this cousin. We have a meal together, and that happens, Um, but it started really ramping up about a year after my dad died when I went to summer camp, and so this was a summer camp that I had never been to before. These were people that I had never met before, and I was having these flashes Constantly, where I would be sitting cross legged on the floor looking up at a girl I'd never seen before, having someone put pigtails in my hair, or I would be writing a specific word in my Bible because, of course, it was a Christian camp. (laughs) Um, but I would be writing a specific word on a page in my Bible and I would see it, and then it would happen. Um, And it just started happening, like I said, constantly. So this was a Monday through Sunday kind of camp. And on Wednesday, I woke up and it was really hot. And I was climbing down off of my bunk bed and my feet were really slippery and I knew I was going to fall. So I took my right arm and I wrapped it around the top rung and then my feet, feet slipped and I broke my arm clean in two had to have someone climb up on my bed and unwrap it from the metal bar. <laughs> it was it was bad. Um so of course I left camp <laughs> like I went mm-hmm. and got fixed and got a cast and I came back on the last day of camp and they signed my cast and it was really sweet to like see everyone and they were worried about me but I was fine it was all good and the flashes stopped. For like a couple months like they just stopped um and then slowly they started again and I started going to a new school so again I was in a new place with people I'd never seen before never met before and I would start having the flashes again it would be sitting having a conversation in the cafeteria when I'd never I hadn't even seen the cafeteria at that point in my life like I'd never seen it and I knew exactly what it looked like um so it would ramp up ramp up and then I had another injury or something would happen and then it would stop you broke the other arm <laughs> actually I slammed a 45 pound weight down on my hand um it was which pretty one awful. the other hand I Classic. actually was the same hand All of this has happened on my right side. And when I dislocated my knee, it was on my right side. Everything bad on the right side. Anyway, um, so that continued until I was about 19. And then, um, you know, certain chemicals keep you from dreaming. Uh, um, And I was definitely experiencing with the experimenting with those chemicals for the first time around that time. Um, I also started uh, getting treated for my insomnia and taking, like, sleeping medication, so I didn't dream as much. Um, And now I am treated for bipolar, so I don't dream very much because of the medication that I take for that. But they still happen. They still happen every now and again. Um, I recently had one when I was with Zach telling him about this. No lie, we went to McDonald's, and I ordered a McFlurry, which is something I never order. I'm a milkshake gal. I ordered a McFlurry, and then I, the woman who handed it to me from, like, the back of the McDonald's where I'd never seen her before, I knew her face. Like, I knew her face, and I had seen her handing me a freaking McFlurry, which is not anything I order. Anyway... I don't write them down anymore, so I can't be like, oh, I did this on January 2nd. But, um, but yeah, I still kind of notice them. One that hasn't come to pass yet, I guess you could say, is um, I had one a couple months ago, and it was just so strong that I was like, whoa, that's definitely a thing that will happen, because that just happens sometimes. Um, it was me walking through, like, a revolving door. Uh, and the door was glass, but the finishings around it were gold, and a tall black man with a shaved head, who I I don't know, was walking out the other end. That's it. So it's not like I get lottery numbers, or I get like <laughs> when a natural disaster is gonna happen, um, but because I was raised very religiously, and um, I did lose my dad kind of when all of this began, but to be fair... I lost my dad, went through puberty, and my mom started menopause within about six months. So the Dorset household was crazy. Going through it. Yeah. We were, we were a little nutty. We definitely had the almond in the Almond Joy. Like, it was rough. <laughs> it was really rough. But – um But, yeah, so that's sort of the weirdest stuff. That's really the weirdest stuff. Um, There are other things that I just started noticing later in life. Um, I have really weird party intuition, meaning, like, whenever I'd go to a house party or I'd go to, like, a large event or something,
0: I can usually – be like, it's not going to get fun until I show up. All
1: the time. (laughs) The party party does not start until I walk in. Exactly. Exactly.
2: No, I can usually pick out who's going to start a fight. That's what I can usually sense is, like, that person. And usually... That's the southern in you. I was... Right. Well, I was, like, the queen of leaving right before the fight started to the point where some of my friends in Raleigh would literally call me once the fight started because apparently I was hanging out with just the wrong kinds of people. But, you know. Um, Anyway, they would be like, yeah, so-and-so, he definitely just started, like, going crazy the moment you left. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because I could usually just sort of tell. Um, And one thing that happens all the time every day in my job, it's one of the reasons that I'm as good at my job as I am, is that I can pick up on people's emotions when I have conversations with them, like one-on-one. So whenever I help people with their research, it's really beneficial if they give a shit about whatever topic they're going to be doing their research on like that's pretty key because if you hate what you're doing your entire thesis on it's going to be a rough time so you've got to find like the thing that really sits that spark and um, I kind of pick up on that so I can feel when I'm going in a direction where they're not interested and I can sort of tell when I hit on something that like they really want to know more about um, and that just kind of helps me in my job every day because I, you know, it's nothing special. Everyone picks up on the emotions of other people when they're having conversations, but I can kind of get like an extra sort of like tickle, I guess, where I'm like, yeah, this person does not want this, or yeah, this person's really she got that
1: up. extra tickle. She into <laughs>
2: that. Um, so just a couple more Stranger Things, I guess. Um, and Stephanie and I talked about this, uh, on a different episode, but I did talk to my mom about this a couple of times and, um, that was really scary because again, very Christian, wasn't allowed to watch Charmed because it had witches in it. I was allowed to read Harry Potter, but not Charmed.
0: Yeah. I couldn't do either. That sucks. Cause Charmed, the original Charmed Charmed was okay. It was good. I didn't want to watch it, but whatever. Sure.
2: I mean choices. But um <laughs> yeah, yours. But uh so I talked to her about it and she just basically was like God gives gifts to everyone. So this could just be like a gift that you have. And I'm like, "All right, cool." Um and she did add that um she kind of knew what I was talking about because The night she became pregnant with me, she had a dream where she was holding me. And she said it had never happened to her before, but that she had had things like that happen to her since. And she didn't really go into what that was. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of interesting. And then this last thing is actually something that I had really repressed (laughs) really bad um and I remembered it because I was talking to Stephanie about maybe doing this topic sort of being like you know is this I don't know if I can do it like I don't know if I can get through it because it sounds kind of weird and I sound a little like you know weird (laughs) but um but, yeah, so I remembered this one thing that happened literally days before I met Stephanie. Days before I met you the first time. Um, because it was freshman year. It was at the very end of freshman year. Uh, or at the very end of fall semester of freshman year. And um, I lived near i think there were like seven girls and we were all really close six or seven of us and we were really close and we would always watch horror movies together because at uncg we could rent dvds and vhs and all that sort of stuff so um we rented the movie seven which i had seen and we were watching it in my room and i was laying on my bed and i totally fell asleep during the movie like passed out um this is the only time anything like this has ever happened to me and it was literally so terrifying that I forgot about it like I pushed it away and forgot about it um but while I was asleep I saw my friend Allison's boyfriend driving in from Maryland to break up with her And then he was going to end up proposing to her, but they would not get married. They would break up during their engagement. And I was asleep, and then the next instant I was outside of my own body looking at myself, and I sat straight up in bed and started crying and screaming, he's coming, he's coming, it's not going to work, he's coming. And my friendly, she hugged me and laid me back down and, like, patted my back. And then I was back in my body, and I was back asleep. And when I woke up, no one said anything about it. They thought I was just talking in my sleep. But I have never, ever, like, been able to see myself like that it was seriously awful because I didn't know if I was stuck like that you know like I didn't know if I was stuck and that was fucking terrifying (laughs) um yeah that was a few days before I met Stephanie because we met at a Christmas party
1: And that happened like... Was it a Christmas party? I mean, I know it was a party. I just didn't...
2: It wasn't a Christmas party. It was like an end of the semester party at Greg's, Mm, But it was right at the end of the semester because I think ECU stopped sooner than we did. And that's why Phil was there. I don't know. I don't remember. But I know I met you at the end of freshman year. uh, Or at the end of fall semester freshman year. But yeah, so but did he break up with her? (laughs) He did, yeah. Um, she actually cheated on him. Um, Oh, yeah, she cheated on him. And too bad you
0: couldn't have seen that. I didn't see that. Predicted that. I didn't
2: see that one coming.
0: She been like, "Don't do it, girl."
2: (laughs) She cheated on him, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That's why he comes here. Like as soon as I knew she cheated on him, I was like, "Oh." I saw this movie, dude. I read the book first. I read the yeah. book first. Like, it was crazy. Like, I literally thought I was losing my mind. I really did think that I was losing my mind. Um, But thankfully, I started smoking weed
0: shortly after that, and the dream stopped. She was like, Christina, I did it. I cheated on him. And you were like... <sighs> Now you fucked up. But now you fucked up (laughs) fucked up now. I know what happens.
2: He lived in the dorm room with her for like three weeks solid with her and her roommate. Just lived in the dorm room. Like that. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway. So yeah, so that's 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 the weird stuff about me that I don't really talk about.
0: All I know is if I learned anything from these stories, it's that I really hope all these weird fucking dreams I've been having don't come true. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Because if I'm suddenly on a fucking fucking spaceship and I have to, and I get separated from Charlie, or if I'm fucking told to take a snake out to a car when I just saw (laughs) the snake grow to be the size of the car what <laughs> all these dreams i talked about on the show oh
2: yeah yeah yeah, that's right i remembered the one with among us i think that's just you playing among us like i don't think that's yeah
0: i hadn't played You've never we played it talked about the game on the show i know
2: that's the was why just I it. a dream were, that i had if you were saying into the future i don't think you were actually seeing yourself in a spaceship i think you were seeing yourself playing among us
0: well that hasn't <laughs> happened yet because we haven't played yet <laughs>
2: Sometimes it would be a long time before they would happen, and not all of them ever happened too. That's true. Not all of them ever happened. That's right, Henley. But yeah. Very so that's that's my weird little secret that I don't really tell anybody. But now I've just told everybody. So that's okay i'm sure a lot of people will be like we experienced the same i think so yeah because i know you guys have had some other people on like t-nut and stuff like that where they've talked about these sorts of things where i'm like i get that so hard (laughs) and i did want to give my life story because i was totally jealous when seesaw got to do it
0: oh my god We didn't intend for that to happen. It was the
2: best. I've
0: re listened to that episode so
2: many times. I love him so much. I've only met him once in person, and I love Sawyer.
0: Oh my God, with how much we've referenced him taking 20 minutes to tell his whole life story, we've made a whole other episode. I love (laughs) it. I love it.
2: (laughs) I want more. Tell me about your past lives, Sawyer. Just call me and just talk to me about it. Yeah, call you when I put it down in the air. Yeah, so that's, that's it much. there's not really i mean the big climax was you know the whole out of body thing which was really awful i don't recommend it mm. yeah
0: yeah Ten-ten if you can stay recommend. in
2: your body do it do it girl
0: that sounds about right yeah yeah that sounds about right well you know what i don't want to stay in mm. 2020? 2020 oh! 2020 absolutely not not for Let's another
1: curve i mean we still have another in like two days
0: like two days we're not but i'm that like uh, i'm minutes. already over it who I'm else so is
1: checking it? the news to see if the white house has burned down yet i oh, i mean but if you're listening not to yet. us now it is 20 and you're listening to it on the 31st
0: that's true right? so you only have a few yes. more it's hours twenty twenty.
1: so for you you have a few more hours yeah you the listener yeah wonderful that time you, you know, uh listen. our listeners
0: in australia will they be into the new year Perhaps. depending on how oh, punctual yeah, they you are be. Like they that. might be let us know shoot us an email
1: mention it yeah and you know it's like summertime there right
0: (laughs) it's summertime and there's a man we discovered it's the summertime man yes it's the summertime man (laughs) that's the next artwork we need is a dude sleeping quotation marks around on a beach and it's the summertime man
2: i do have stickers for you guys because now i have a cricket machine
0: Oh, my. So,
2: I do have y'all ready to talk about some ghosts and some little uh, I'm Real Lonely Ghost Girl stickers that are going to be coming your Aww. way. Cute. Yeah. So, that's just for Yay. you guys, though.
1: Did you get your shit figured out? I did get
2: my shit <laughs> figured out. They they printed and they cut.
1: Yes. The actual stickers. That was a whole thing. It was a whole thing with uh, getting their we haven't. We also haven't officially figured out if it's Cricut or CryCut.
0: It's Cricut. I thought it was Cricut. It is Cricut. It is Cricut.
1: Okay. Because
0: I've watched. Because we're like, a it could be CryCut
1: because it's a die-cut machine. We had a whole conversation about it. You, I have so
0: many friends who have a Cricut machine and they fucking love it. Look at that. So cute. She's showing us a Cricut sticker for those of you yep. who are listening, which is everyone. Which is everyone, because this is not a visual medium. All right, I'm it is not. Saying. This is that five star content you've been sticking around for all throughout quarantine. <laughs> I am
1: hungry and sleepy. I don't know and... if this
0: episode is good or bad or what, because I've literally driven <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> you can't. F- yeah. No. no. You she get did what you get
1: home from North Carolina and then immediately hop on to record a podcast with us.
0: <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Christina. See the. Sacrifices? I think it added to the
1: emotional element of the storytelling.
0: And I still don't
2: sense. have in me myself and YouTube recorded yet. That's fine. But I got a couple
0: days. Don't worry about it. Twenty twenty one is leaving. We have wonderful listeners. We're finishing a straw.
1: Happy New Year! Thank you for listening to our show. Support them on Patreon.
0: Um, Perfect. You're
1: beautiful. Beautiful. You You look look like like Linda Angelica. You're a model. (laughs) If you want to support the show and you have a little extra money, go on over to that Patreon page. We have one dollar, five dollar, and fifteen dollar subscription levels with awesome stuff at every level. We also have merch at our website, mm-hmm. deadtime stories with a Z, all one word.com. But of course, if you don't have Mun Muns because you haven't gotten that $2,000 stimulus check yet,
0: because Mitch McConnell blocked it with his stupid Mitch turtle McConnell face. Mitch McConnell
1: with his old dick face. Oh, uh, we'll dick see what face. happens. But anyway, I like
0: to call Charlie when he's complaining a lot, bitch McConnell. Um, <laughs> hey. I think Mr. McConnell looks Hates like it. the scary
1: eyeballs in his hands man from Pan's Labyrinth um, but anyway um, if you don't have money because you don't have that stimulus check you can always go into an iTunes store and leave us a five-star review that is a killer amazing way to help support our show and it puts us into the algorithm so that new people can find us and we can berate them and tell them to listen to the first episode all the way up to now yeah, other suckers.
2: Because now they you get park noises and they need to
1: earn it. And we will we will bitch at you like we did Barb if we find out you sent that same email to another goddamn. <laughs> I
0: love yes. Barb. Yeah, Barbara. We're watching you now, girl. Barb is my
2: favorite. Just now kidding, I don't care
1: you. if you prefer Barb or Barbara. Just kidding. I do care which one you prefer. I let me know. Because for you. now I'm sticking with Barb. Thank you for supporting the show. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Sarah, for an amazing year on our Stephanie.
0: show. Oh, my God. We've thank spent you, most of this year remote.
1: Oh, my this God. We crazy. have spent most of this year remote. It's wild. Christina, thank you for how many times have you come on the show now? Like eight? Yeah, six? Thank oh. you for <laughs> your possibly eighth guest spot on our show.
0: This is why our fans need to create our own Wikipedia page <laughs> that they can catalog <laughs> all we of can't our episodes did you just say mary angela will do it (laughs) no i said said, we can't handle it
1: no we'll get mary angela christina and colleen we'll do a wikipedia edit upon our wikipedia page yeah (laughs) Uh, i want to thank everybody so much for listening have an amazing amazing safe healthy happy new year to 2021 and to like you know the roaring twenties. We get past COVID and then we go fucking crazy and drink and party all the time, Ooh, just like yeah, the 100%. roaring twenties did.
0: Oh I'm yeah, into it. we're just reveling it up. That's it. All right,
1: everybody, happy New Year. I'm Stephanie.
0: I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. And, and this, this has, has been, been a dead, dead time, time, time story.
1: That sounded really good. Bye. thanks for listening have a
0: good one have a good one see you next year oh my god party but not too hard <laughs> have a good one have a good one have a good one are we done saying goodbye god damn no, i'm just kidding
1: deadtime stories is hosted by sarah heddens and stephanie c fernison music and editing by eric gershnow artwork by rennie slackman